Hello everyone and welcome to the Langrisser Podcast, Strategic Scissors. I will be your host, Mr. Scissors, and I currently play on the Dalsis server. To give you some background, I'm a fairly semi-casual player, meaning that uh, I do like to play competitively, but kind of at my own pace. Um, I'm not as super efficient as some of the players, um, so I'll take my I'll take my time really getting into content. I'm actually quite behind in several of uh, different aspects of the game, but I still put up really reasonable fights with some more competitive players. This podcast is going to be aimed at players with a basic understanding of Languisher, people that know how factions work, how what what characters might belong to what factions. Not saying you need to know every single one, but you just kind of know how factions work and um, kind of what groups are which. Uh, if you are new to Langrisser, I do say check out the Discord. The Langrisser Discord is fantastic. The people on there are more than willing to help you with any questions. I've bothered them plenty. Thank you. <laughs> um, and if you are like a previous experienced person of Fire Emblem uh, or Final Fantasy Tactics, this will kind of scratch that itch. Um, it is a tile-based game, and I can't recommend it enough. Uh, it, it looks just like... Uh, just like Fire Emblem or Advanced Wars, even, uh, if you played it on the Game Boy Advance. Fantastic game. Uh, it is currently the week June 14th to the 20th, and we have a couple banners on right now featuring Maya and Ares, the very famous PvP characters that I think will shake the meta, as well as Betty and Shelfaniel, which are core... Shelfaniel is a core unit for a princess faction when it comes to dealing lots of magic damage, and Betty is just kind of an AoE tank that just doesn't have the stats that really let her be what she was designed to be. Uh, I'm going to get into the PvP side. Uh, I don't personally do a lot of Apex. I'm going to do my best best to explain what I know and what I think the upcoming meta is going to look like and how Global might kind of react to it. Uh, I plan on in the future getting people in here to help me uh, better understand this and better explain it to you, the consumer. Um, so currently I actually run an Empire Strategy Yellis and Dark Box. This kind of sounds like a really spread out thing, but it actually isn't. Um, Langrisser doesn't really go too iffy on what factions belong in your box, but rather the gameplay that you try to, to put out. So I'm actually in between, I have the two tank because I'm still working on my little juggler. Um, so I do a two tank with three healer, Weiler, Tiaris, Liana, and I still have supports in the form of Deedlet, Rachel, and Melda. So that's a lot of my box devoted to just kind of healing and making sure they have a support for the rest of my team. Uh, the other members that I have are Alti Mueller, Lana, sorry, not Lana, uh, Luna, Listel, Bozel, uh, Bernhardt, and Leon. Uh, I love Empire and Strategic. They carried me all throughout PvE. Um, I still gotta do my voice injustice because <laughs> they carried me this far. It's, it's only worth it, and uh, to keep going with them. I do think this is gonna change quite a bit because there's a, a playstyle that I really want to play. Uh, coming up, and I'll get into that in a little bit, and I forgot all about my dear Zerida. Um, what a good assassin. She helps clean up all the time. Um, yeah, let's get into what is meta, or what we can expect for meta. 
So Dango made a fantastic little photo, or a little video actually, about what the popular playstyles are in China right now. Uh, they have separated it into four categories. Uh, kind of three are devoted to actual true playstyles. The fourth one is just characters that fit into any playstyle. Um, the main ones are single target boxes, AoE boxes, and finally rush slash meteor boxes. Uh, so for the pl first playstyle, uh, you need a couple single target dealers to destroy a tank, and then you need another single target dealer to clean up the rest of the playing field. There's advantages and disadvantages to each of these playstyles. So if you're playing single target and you don't manage to get two units that are very good at popping your opponents, you're not going to do very well. Um, however, if your box is devoted to it, there's a less chance of that happening. Uh, tank push AoE is kind of similar in the sense that you want to be able to drop down a couple AoE, like heavy damage dealing AoE debuffs, and then have a unit come in and clean them up. And then rush meteor is you just, you take all the cards in your deck, you just throw them at your opponent and you just say, ah, good game nerd. Um, that's, <laughs> that's just the way she goes. Uh, it doesn't matter what playstyle you use, they're actually all pretty good. However, as a newer player, you're probably going to want to rush, uh, you, sorry, use a more rush playstyle. Uh, with the tank, push, AoE, and single target, it really relies on you having strong trainings on your units to make sure that they have the, the damage to tank. Because caring about DPS, damage per second, is much more important than really worrying about tank stats. Uh, just the investments, it's easier to invest in damage than it is to invest in tank stats. So if you're a new player and you want to compete with more of the dolphins and whales, you really want to maybe focus on a rush box. Um, not that I'm a whale by any means, um, but I am. I plan on playing an AoE box just because that's, that's the playstyle that I, I kind of like a bit more. Uh, I do, however, I'm going to put my own inflection on it. Uh, there are a couple characters coming out soon, like Licorice, who has a ground uh, terrain altering effect, and I think that mechanic is very cool, and I'm really excited to see what they do in the future with it. So, <laughs> it kind of sucks right now, but the units that I'm working on, uh, who are Ares, Juggler, and Zerida, uh, uh, I don't really know how long I'm going to be using them for, Probably most of it, because Ares does way too much AoE damage already. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what other units will bring to the table that the current units, maybe not that they don't have, but how it can be so different from what we already have. Um, a lot of success you'll see in the meta will be actually with all three of these playstyles. Uh, they're all justified. Uh, you'll, you'll have weird outliers like the newly released Maya, to clean up the odd uh, Lestel, Ozil, uh, Dengo was saying that people are changing back from, or, or rather changing Zerida to Demon Class, but that's popping up a bit more. This kind of helps you, you know, this kind of, if you, if you want to play that trap card in your deck, you know, if you want to leave Lestel open and bait your opponents into picking it so that you'll pick Maya, you know, I think even in the ban pick phase, there's such a... Uh, such a game you can play before even getting into the game and that's that's half of the fun for me if you're also wild like me uh, you, you notice that I am running Vargas as my tank 
Well, he's also more of my bruiser slash dealing tons of damage. This guy will eliminate any physical DPS. Uh, he is an insane monster. Um, and he, again, has carried me through so much content that I, I have to keep running him until I really get, like, a licorice that'll be any of any use. My Maya increased. You know, I, I really want to create a, an AoE team that really impacts the terrain, that really impacts the, the board, if you will, as a, a traditional tabletop RPG uh, phrase. You know, I want to be able to put down a zone like Heinz 3C and say, like, no, like, you're, you're playing in my world now. Um, I've always enjoyed that, where it's like, we're both playing the same game, but, like, now you have to play by my rules. Uh, that's just a playstyle that I really enjoy, and I have an idea in my head. However, the resources for me to get there are months in advance, and it's going to break my heart. But in the meantime, you know, I'm going to keep playing my Strategic Masters and my Yellow's Legends, because nothing's better than just blowing people up with Bozel and Rachel, and I am still yearning for the day that I get both of them in one game. The next section I'd like to devote my time to is really discussing a unit and going over who they are, what they are for player versus player content, what they do for player versus uh, enemy content, and the first one I would like to target is the very famous Leon. Now to give you some insight on Leon, when Langrisser first came out, there was uh, a couple of jokes that were made that uh, this game was titled Leon Grisser for how strong this unit was, or if you got Leon, Bernhard, and Vargas, people would just type to you like, oh, good luck on easy mode because of how powerful this combination of units were. So Leon is very useful in player versus environment or player versus enemy content uh, because of his ability to get so tanky as well as dealing tons of damage. That combination is really like a mess to be reckoned with, like a force. He's a, he's a big force, especially in PvE content. Uh, in, in early seasons, uh, season one, maybe a little bit in season two, he was uh, used pretty often, but now he's kind of fallen off because he just doesn't have the same tools that uh, other characters really have, and he just doesn't fit a, a meta right now, except for maybe an AoE box where you want to mess up their formation. Um, so let's go over what Leon is. Well, Leon is traditionally a cavalry unit, that will do more damage the farther he moves, and he can actually operate as both a single target destruction machine, or um, I would say a very low damage dealing AoE, but not debuffer, but rather um, disruptor. So he will charge in there, he will use his three cost ability, and fingers crossed, he knocks them out. Uh, if you are wacky like me, you have him equipped with a balanced blade. Now, you don't have to do this. Some players just run him straight DPS. They want the thousand foot hooves. Like, no, he is a DPS unit. I am going face with Leon because that's what he was originally designed for. Absolutely. He is a very strong unit with high damage output. I cannot argue with that. Um... However, I, I prefer the disruption. I really want to mess up the enemy team so that after they've really set up, you know, I'm just a Leon with my bowling ball, throw him down at the pins. Um, he's, a, he's a fan favorite for sure. Um, a very strong unit all around. Um, tons of attack and defense boosts from his third, 
cost ability. Uh, he has a passive that increases his attack and defense by 10%. Chivalry, which just says, um, take every stat in the game because we love you. Um, <laughs> joking. Um, so it'll give you an attack boost, plus blast, plus the ability to not be debuffed by anything, plus you can move again, plus you get uh, bonuses to your defenses if you're above 80% HP. It is just an all-around very powerful spell. Um, I personally need to work on mine a bit more, but I don't plan on using him in PvP too much more. Um, there are a couple of troops you can use with him, however. Um, if you're a newer player and you're still working on your Leon, uh, people will recommend you Angels or Vampire Bats. Those are easily some of his best units. Um, Vampire Bats helped me clear a lot of early to middle game content uh, because the sustain you can get from them are very good. But later on, you're going to want to focus more on Angels or Bone Dinos, as I believe Bone Dinos give you the most damage. However, my Flyer training is quite a bit stronger than my, than my uh, Calvary training. But sometimes, I've actually brought Royal Cavalry along. Um, I just do that for simple job battles or um, the, the daily quest for uh, potions, where if I'm doing the infantry fight, I'll just bring Royal Cavalry because I'll just teleport into the middle and they'll all attack Leon and then he'll die. Well, they will die. Uh, Leon will be, I think, a very strong unit in PvE forever. Uh, if you're still progressing through storyline, he is just a monster. You'll find that any any feat that requires you to defeat a stage in half the amount of turns you're supposed to, uh, Leon will just <laughs> skip right to the other side and eliminate any threat that you need to. Um, he is a part of the factions, Empire and Strategy, and if you are blessed enough to get either Bernhardt or my favorite was Ultimuller, uh, it is just a fantastic time for him. And if not, he carries his own faction buff. It's not the strongest, and you really don't want it on him because you want Leon to be outputting the most amount of damage possible. Um, but if you're early in the game and you don't have access to the other units, it's perfectly fine for him to carry it. Um, because it doesn't matter if you beat the level um, with with the buff or not. You know, if it's if not having the faction buff is restricting you, then you know that's not good. You you have to bring it to clear the content. Um, however, if you did manage to get Bernhardt or Ultimuller, who allows you Ultimuller's faction buff, the Strategic Masters, they allow you to ignore terrain. So your Leon is now pretty much a flying unit, and <laughs> rather than riding horses, he rides unicorns and just flies right into you like oh he's actually a very good unit i wouldn't say he's necessary to pull for now if you are a veteran player and you don't have him uh, because unless you're running like a big disruption team or you're trying to clear agent beckoning for other reasons that might be the only reason why you'd want to pull him but he's uh i wouldn't say he's mandatory nowadays Especially as we're leading into Season 4, actually. I don't think I've seen very many boxes with him in it. If it is, it's just players that don't have a strong PvP box yet, and he's just a well-built unit they threw in there. And don't get me wrong, Leon is still a force to be reckoned with, but um, there are just different options that can do uh, a better job at it. Uh, 
Well, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, please leave me a comment of any content you'd like to see. I plan on in the future uh, studying a bit more Apex games, uh, you know, maybe devoting a bit more time to rewatching and going over what boxes contain what, uh, how ban and picking phases work, and just an overall deeper theory of the strategy that comes to the Apex side of things. Another thing I'd like to do is bring in more lore. You know, when I go over a character, who were they in their previous game or whatever game they were taken from? Uh, that's content that I want to give you. Uh, but if you have anything else you can recommend, please let me know in the comments. And if you're listening via podcast, you can find this on X, Mr. Scissors X as the uh, YouTube search. Uh, thank you very much, and I hope you have a great day.